uh, this is this is the struggle. There's a risk. So it feels like there's a big risk in switching in terms of who do you lose? Uh, and I've had people say, it doesn't matter what you change your name to, as long as you still stay, you know, what I feel is being said, as long as you stay authentic to what the original message was and the original journey is or the journey that you're on, then that's all good. The question, and I think Charlotte alluded to it here when she was saying, when I recommend Happy Startup Summer Camp, the Happy Startup bit does end up being a barrier for people who could benefit. Mm. Hi, I'm Carlos, co-founder of the Happy Startup School, and welcome to our Happy Startup Community Podcast. Along this journey of building the Happy Startup School, I've had the privilege of meeting amazing people from around the world. Whether it was across a banqueting table at our summer camp festival, or sat at a beach cafe in Goa during one of our retreats, each of them had fascinating stories to tell and interesting ideas to share that have changed how I look at business and life. This podcast is my effort to share these conversations with you and to open up your horizons to new perspectives and ways of viewing the world. I hope they become a source of inspiration, learning and connection. Enjoy. Hi, so on this episode of the podcast, I share the audio of a live webinar Lawrence and I hosted where we discussed whether to change our name. So we've been running the Happy Startup School for over seven years now and during that time we've evolved from delivering workshops and had to build a startup to hosting transformational retreats on the beaches of Goa. We run an online community where we support entrepreneurs at different stages of their journey and we also host our annual festival, the Happy Startup Summer Camp, which attracts people from all walks of life. So it's been a fun-filled journey and along the way we've made so many friends and learned so much we've now gathered around us um, people who aren't just startups but also seasoned business owners and experienced professionals they come from diverse backgrounds but with a common need to find more meaning and purpose in the work they do and so our work has evolved from just going beyond supporting startups to also supporting individuals who want to grow personally And we're now kind of wondering whether our name is limiting us because there are people out there who'd probably benefit from coming to our events or being part of our community but just don't identify with the word startup. So this is our effort to share our thoughts and get feedback from our members and followers. Uh, So we'd love to know what you think and if you identify with our situation. And if you have any thoughts about our name, uh, please ping us an email. Uh, you can get us on hello at happystartups.co. I hope you enjoy this episode. Right. Um, okay. So for the purpose of the podcast, um, I'm Carlos and this is Lawrence. <laughs> We're the co-founders of the Happy Startup School. Uh, thanks everyone. This is um, as well as on the podcast. We're doing this live to all of our Happy Startup School followers and members. Uh, and we put out a question um, and mm. we're going to be talking about this question. But the question was whether we should keep the Happy Startup School name. Mm. And so the way this is going to run, we're going to talk a bit about where that came from, that question, why we're questioning the name, and also a bit of a background to, to the name as it is at the moment. So why, 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 why are we doing this again? Why are we this was your idea. 
thought it'd be link bait. <laughs> get loads of people asking, you know, to get people on the call and we'll just like talk about stuff. And yeah, and then we were going to do our massive sales pitch in a minute. Um, but no, I think for me, all right, the reason why I thought it'd be useful to, to share this with people is um, we've been doing this, what, for seven years now? Yes. And uh, we have a lot of people who, who invested time, money, energy in the work that we do. And I think we have a lot of valuable, and we've seen, on the, I think on the Facebook post alone, there's like 50 comments. We have a lot of clever, intelligent, passionate, loving people mm. who can help us guide us through this question. Um, and it's nice to be able to have that input and have that support. So I think this is the reason why we wanted to do this live, to get, to get that feedback and that feel. So uh, for the purpose of the live thing, if you have any questions, um, there's a Q&A facility. Uh, we'd like to, to deal with the Q&A stuff at, towards the end of this, this conversation. Um, so please post your, your questions there. Uh, and also, uh, if you have any comments, I'll try and keep track of them uh, on, the, on, the, on the chat. Um, and also, we might, actually, if you know how to use Zoom, if you can use that put your hand up thing, We'd like to invite some people of you onto the call so you can actually sort of prod us and question us a bit more and we can dig a bit deeper. But why don't we start from the beginning? Like day one. Day one. Why does the happy startup school why is the happy startup school called the happy startup school, maybe? I don't um, know. Is that where we're it might start? be more useful to start with why we're asking ourselves this question. Oh, how this question came about really, and then we can maybe dive into how the name came about. So as many of you know, I think a lot of people on the call were at summer camp a couple of weeks ago, our annual summer camp. And we always come out of an event like summer camp with, I guess, a nice reminder of why we do what we do in terms of seeing everything play out in the real world and coming away with it with a time to reflect. You were away for a couple of weeks in the Philippines. Um, but even aside from that, we always have a chance to just look back at not just the event, but you know, almost like a year's build up to get to that point where we where we bring everyone together um, in Sussex. And so, I think we always tend to use it as a chance to just look back and think, okay, what did we really learn from the last year? What have we um, learned from that in terms of the work we're doing, where we're going to? And also, this question of the name hasn't just come about from this event. It's really come about a lot from our work over the last few years. Um, not just from summer camp, but also from the retreats we do, our altitude retreats, um, which tend to attract, I would say, uh, I guess a more leadership level type audience. And a lot of those people really connect with the altitude brand, but we found more and more um, don't feel as connected to the Happy Startup School brand. And so really, this is really a window into conversation that we're having behind the scenes and wanted to invite people into it. And it's already happening, which is great. Um, but yeah, we're going through this kind of, period of I guess it's like growing pains almost where we've got a broader community than we first started with and so your question about happy startup school as a name really came about when we were having conversations in our design studio what seven eight years ago about I guess the need we had to share our learnings of entrepreneurship and innovation but also wanting to help people who wanted to build more meaningful companies really and not just the next unicorn but actually companies that had a real purpose and meaning behind them so i think you actually came up with the name didn't you yeah it was i think it's quite interesting how it, how it that journey because of the story i must have told this story so many times about what the happy startup school is about and that book 
by Tony Shea and Zappos and, and, and the whole thing about company culture. Delivering happiness. Yeah, delivering happiness. I, I think from a really personal level, it came from where are we going to, I think part of it came from what we're going to do with the studio because we were trying to work out, okay, we did the whole exercise of what are our values, how are we going to grow? And we had so many discussions about how we can grow our agency and what structures we're going to be putting in place and that whole kind of technical conversation. And then it boiled down to actually what is it we're interested in, what are our values, what, what, what lights our fire. So there was that aspect of trying to walk the walk of positive company cultures. And then the clients that we were working with were startups and they're on their starting journey and the battle that we had with them in terms of trying to understand their why, the, the really probing conversations that seem to be normal day-to-day -day things that we have at the Happy Startup School, mm. whether it's a retreat or a summer camp, you know, conversations that come natural were really, really difficult as an agency working with a client. Mm. And at that time, it's like, okay, we want to know what's, what's the core of your business? Why are you going to do this? It's going to help us make decisions on a more technical level. Um, but they didn't want to, they weren't paying for that. They didn't want that. Not the time they didn't even want to have that conversation. They just wanted us to just build the thing and then people would come. There's nothing worse than trying to coach someone who doesn't want to be coached. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, we needed a space for that to happen. And we thought we'd also need to teach people lean startup and how that works. And so definitely a startup school so that we could have a, a better relationship with the clients who work with us because they understand the work. But of course, at the end of it, is it's the work that we did in our values and why we're in business is about happiness. And it's actually having some joy in the work that we did. And yeah, it was a case of bouncing around these words and ideas. And it was like, okay, I think it was a Slack message or it was a Basecamp message. It was definitely on some of those channels that are at Happy Startup School. And then you ran with that <laughs> in terms of a, of a name. Yeah, and that really set the ball in motion. We... I think within a week or so, we had a website up, we had a meetup group up in London. We started to really share this, not just the name, but the idea behind this, which I think the name kind of encapsulates was this idea of balancing almost money and meaning, wasn't it? Yeah. This kind of balance of purpose and profit and how that excited us. And we wanted to find, does anyone else care? Are there other people out there who believe in this as a different way of approaching business and certainly startups, which we hadn't come across before. I mean, now you come across purpose as a, kind of just part of our language, but seven, eight years ago, it really wasn't. And so we got funny looks when we talk about these things in the business circles we were moving in, but people got curious. And I think that's one thing that the name I feel off has offered us over the years is a curiosity uh, behind what's underneath it, because um, it just sparks a conversation, particularly the happy part. Mm. It's like happy business, how does that work? And we talk a lot about happiness as a business model and given talks about these topics of how to essentially build your business around your needs and your values, not just the market opportunity. And so um, it served us well up to this point. Mm. Um, but I guess <clears throat> the challenge we're facing is, is it fit for us for where we are now and where we want to get to? Yeah, I think this is an interesting thing about the, com the question of a name. At the beginning, it struck a chord. Mm. I think this is the thing that really um, uh, blew me away in a sense is like how much certain people just got on board with that name and it, it actually had a visceral impact on some people the idea of happiness and startup and, and that's 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 amazing and that really served us for just kicking off this this idea this community and and, and the following and the people who got on board with with the work that we do and also attracting people like i even think about the first summer camp and like how that name the happy startup school connected us with the right people 
to start that first camp. Yeah. Like Henry, Stuart, mm -hmm. um, Happy Computing. Um, who else did we have there? Did we, uh, I'm trying to think of all the, because we were trying to merge the whole startup thing. Mm. But there was definitely that link of what we thought was, uh, what did we define as happiness at the beginning? I was trying to work out, because it's evolved, in my thinking anyway, what the happy bit of the happy startup school mm -hmm. means. Um, at the, I think at the start, it was very much company culture and enjoying your mm -hmm. work and, and loving what you do. And this is part of maybe our questioning of the name is also our evolution and growth as to what happy means. Yeah. And I think we talked about this before we came on this um, call was when we first started out, we almost had a, a belief system and a theory about the work we were going to do or about to do, or maybe we didn't even know we were about to do it. It was mm. just this idea of, of this kind of movement. Um, whereas over the last few years, we've almost walked the walk ourselves and learned a lot about ourselves and the community on the way, but also seen other people play this out too. So we've got much more, many more stories now than we did when we started. And so at the beginning, like you said, we talked a lot about happiness at work and, um, you know, we would meet a lot of people. And this is one of the things that drove us at the beginning. We'd meet a lot of people who just didn't enjoy going to work every day. And we'd often find that people saw startups as a route out of that. You know, the grass is always greener. Uh, but what often happens is people take their behaviors and their habits with them. And so actually, entrepreneurship isn't always a route to happiness if you haven't really dealt with some of the flaws that have got you to that point. So I think we found ourselves more and more, and this is us as well as the people in the community, going on a journey and you've talked about, or Gino at Summer Camp last year talked about entrepreneurship as a spiritual journey because you learn so much about yourself on that path and it can feel lonely. And therefore, I think the community formed off the back of the name and the brand because of the fact that it can feel lonely. And, you know, even if you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to work it out, knowing that others are going through that same <clears throat> challenge means that you're, you're more connected and therefore um, connect to the values at the heart of what we're trying to do. Uh I think this journey of evolving what we do and what we essentially what we care about as well feels like at the beginning because we came from the agency world the business creation world the startup world there was a larger emphasis on design design thinking um how to market a business kind of understanding customers this whole startup journey and where I feel we've got to now we've slowly moved to a more inward looking kind of personal growth, clarity, um, getting a sort of dealing with more fundamental questions around meaning and mm -hmm. purpose. Uh, and particularly, I think this is why the question has become quite important now is like this last summer camp, you know, having Sunday, <laughs> that roller coaster of emotions. I don't think, you know, while Kim was talking about startup, I don't think that is the thing anyone's going to remember from that morning. It was very much this kind of really emotional, journey of understanding what it takes to do something in challenging times mm. whether that's business challenges or personal life challenges but and i think there's a theme as we use them for monday yeah uh with john parkin and, and the idea of the the struggle and with ebony as well talking about her journey so it's less about the mechanics and tactics of the business but more about the personal journey that someone goes through trying to build and create something yeah i think when I think to back when we first started, I mean, you've talked about like human to human as part of what we do. And I remember Case Clump um, gave a talk at summer camp and certainly talked about the idea of, 
you know, we need to make, make business more human. And I think that's where happy the purpose part of what we do came in was, you know, how do we make business more human? But I think the more we've dug deep into it, the more actually humans, what, what are businesses other than the collection of people, you mm. know? And unless you really understand yourself and the people around you, then the business won't take care of itself. So I think more and more we've been on this quest really to understand what makes people tick, what makes us tick. Um, what sort of work do you want to do? Does it align with your values? Do you want to build a business or do you actually just want to bring more meaning to the work you do or work less and spend more time with your family? And I think that's the kind of byproduct of uh, the community we've built and the work we've done is people come to the events, not necessarily to learn startup, but because they like being around other people who are, I guess, either challenging convention or pursuing a more meaningful path where money's not the sole goal. And so whilst we bring, we invite a lot of entrepreneurs into our events, we're seeing a lot more people who either work in organizations or who maybe run a startup before, but don't now, but have actually found more fulfillment and, and happiness as a result of being connected to the community. And it's not like we want those people not to be part of it because I'm sure some of you even listen to this call are. Um, and actually we found that almost the more diverse the group within the events we've done, the more impact that comes from it. So we actually celebrate that now rather than try and fight away from it. And so when I think Jerome and other people, Catherine have asked in the, in the Facebook group about who, who, who do we want to serve? You know, what's this thing we're creating and who's it for? Um, and the short answer to that is, and this is kind of everything we fight against when we're trying to advise startups is it could be for everyone. Um, but I think our core focus has always been entrepreneurship and people at different stages of that journey. And that doesn't mean that that alienates anyone who works in an organization or who isn't a startup, but it's more of a mindset, I think. And that's the way we tried to think about it more recently is mm. entrepreneurship takes, um, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of guts and, and also it takes a lot of support. And I think you learn so much about yourself in that process that the kinds of people who go on those journeys tend to want more autonomy, to take control of their working life and to take control of their future and the work they do. And so therefore it tends to be people who are much more open to collaboration and to connection than maybe people who are more closed minded. And so I think that startup energy is what's there is what I'm trying to get to rather than necessarily, I'm not a startup anymore. I can't come to summer camp or I'm not important enough to come to one of your events. Yeah. And this, I think this is where comes down to the question of whether the name's stopping us. I think that whole idea, because we're based in the whole entrepreneurship world, what does that mean for people who, who are not necessarily going to be entrepreneurs? One of the things that actually created a bit of an epiphany for me is a podcast that I did recently and Lawrence did the, sort of got the excerpt from is like, um, Lani Morris was talking about, we should be making our businesses less about success and failure and more about personal growth. Because in a way, that in itself is a profoundly that is itself is profoundly satisfying, and the question is who am I becoming as a result of my business? So this idea of like I think when you when you create your own business or you forge your own path, that's really a lot of questions not only about how you create the business but about yourself. Questions you ask about your own clarity, and this is where meeting Charlie has been amazing. Um, how you communicate what you do and what your relationship to yourself in terms of the emotional roller coaster, and that's where it's been amazing to 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 meet Christine and Sebastian Castro. You know how you tell that story, then um, also even the the business side of the vision and the purpose, and how that relates to actually the business. You know the the hardcore business, and that's what we've been learning with Alan. It's like this 
whole mix of stuff that goes into creating a business that actually you learn so much more about yourself (laughs) at the same point. And that's what we've done, I think, through building Spook Studio and also this much more uncertain journey of building the Happy Startup School. We've learned, I think, so much more. I think we probably learned what could have cost us hundreds of thousands of pounds in personal one-to-one coaching (laughs) (laughs) just by doing it. Uh, than than uh, and doing following this journey and then meeting other people who are doing this journey, and that's been the valuable thing. in this, it's less about building the business; it's more yeah. about actually, what does this mean to, to do this stuff? And that sort of challenges with what we've learned, particularly the retreats we do. We see people coming, and at the retreats we have less structure than those who have been at summer camp. You know, at summer camp we've got talks, we've got workshops, we've got activities going on. At the retreats, is much more emergent, much more like the open space part of the weekend for those of you there. Um, but I think what we found is the people who get most out of those experiences are the ones who actually contribute the most. So mm-hmm. by kind of helping others, you end up helping yourself. Um, and there's obviously some, some science behind that. I don't know how it works. But I, I imagine it's you getting out of your own head for a bit and finding that clarity that otherwise might elude you if you're just so sort of, not obsessed, overwhelmed almost by your own your own situation so like you said i think we've learned a lot about ourselves on this process um matthew posted something interesting there about you know what is it that we want to learn what is it that we the experiences that we want as part of this because i think um i'm imagining he's saying well if, we, if there's something that we want from it then the chances are we'll have more energy behind it mm-hmm. and therefore you know it's going to connect with the people that we want to connect with well i think what what's been successful so far is a testament to that Summer camp wouldn't have existed if it was just trying to chase a market opportunity. Again, Altitude would never have gone, what, 11 retreats now in total. Mm. Wouldn't have had that if it was purely, how can we sell holidays? <laughs> <laughs> it was very much, we needed it as much as the people who were going on it. We had, there was mm. a need to explore and, and be in those spaces as much as the people who were coming along that journey with us. Yeah, And I think that's that. For me, in terms of what I need from this community, what I need from whatever we call the happy startup school is this feeling of actually there's there's another way. I'm going to say another way of doing building businesses. There's another way of being in the world that isn't either following a corporate ladder or launching a unicorn startup or just having a business that sells, not there's anything wrong with it, but is purely based on P&L. Um, I, I never ever felt like I could survive in that kind of world or that kind of business. And so if I didn't have this, mm-hmm. I have no idea why, to, <laughs> to be honest, it's got to that stage. And I, I don't think I'd ever knew why, because every business I've been in or every place I've worked in, I've always thought there was something missing. There's not something that hasn't actually done it for me. And actually doing this work is the only time I've actually felt like, ah, this is where I need to be. Yeah. And I think this is part of what we're trying to do for people. It isn't like create a startup or create a million dollar business or not do that. It's like knowing how this is where I need to be. Yeah. And that's why I think people, when they come to summer camp, is like, oh, it's not coming home. Yeah. Is that feeling? Well, I think because we created these events really, like you said, because we, we didn't have them. You know, we would go to um, conferences in the past and just feel like you had to be someone else. You had to be the kind of hustler and the, the salesman or whatever and just... I think it was less about the people that come and we get this with a lot of people say, oh, you know, the people that come to these events are incredible. They are incredible. But I think if you put the same people that were at summer camp into a conference center with lanyards around their neck and give them the, you know, polystyrene coffee cup, they're probably <laughs> going to behave in a very different way. So I think 
the the design of the events is is one of the things that makes it work obviously the people are the main thing but i think we found that when you go to an environment where you don't feel at home you're not going to bring the best version of yourself to it and so like you said i think because we need these things more as much as anyone that's what makes them work um and i think dan makes a good point about you know when you're the best version of yourself then you're gonna show up the best you can be and be of service to others and i think we're true to that too um if there's times when we've not felt something we've taken on a project for maybe not the right reasons then it's always just lost that energy because we're not showing up the best version of ourselves i i think that for me is where this work has most meaning because um understanding what the best version of yourself is 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 a journey um but it feels like that is what everything else is built on like you know whatever business whoever you're going to serve whatever business you're going to create the business models the revenue models all that stuff it's like none of that is going to be happen or you're not going to have the energy for it if it isn't doesn't tap into something that really lights your fire and i feel like i don't you know, when we were the agency mm. talking about that stuff just didn't feel worth it unless mm. you knew some of that underlying stuff that really deeper motivations and again that's part of where i believe the happy startup school provides value in terms of that's what we're trying to do is create that space for those kind of conversations that is deeper and doesn't feel weird because it's not businessy it's mm. like actually that's where it all crosses together and it's fine to talk about emotions and vulnerability while talking about profit and 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 sort of marketing mm. um, and how that all mixes up. Um, right, we had uh, Lois put her hand up, and what? So she has a question here, um, but maybe she wants to say it live. Ooh, Let's see. Should we, shall we see if we can get her on the call? Okay, are Should you we... ready to come on board? I'm going to click allow to talk. And you just tell me if actually this is... She's now regretting putting her hand, hand up. Oh, she's already posted the question. Do you know what? I want to get you to talk unless you're in a, 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 a difficult position, i.e. driving or trapped under very heavy furniture. Well, did you say? Oh, no, just for your... <laughs> no worries. Okay, so let's, let's, uh, let's see what, the, what she says. Um... So I, I was wondering in what way the design of the camp speaks to the spirit of Happy Startup. We talked about it on the way home, how the camp is designed as a transformational process, setting the stage, input, the call for adventure, the exploration and not knowing. Since to me it is important to practice what you preach, an alignment between the design and execution, this to me is very much about transition. That is reflected in what we experience. I don't know if this makes sense, feeling a bit under the weather. <laughs> oh, it make, it, for me, it makes uh, complete sense. And I was, I was talking to someone last year yesterday, and it's um, Max introduced us to a word a, a few years ago, liminal. I mm -hmm. remember when he first said, oh, you're going through, it's a liminal period, and mm -hmm. it's a period of transition. I think, um, for me, it's living the liminal life. It's like always in transition, which is super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm super uncertain but i think part of this idea of growth and always trying to look and understand what's going on is living with that <clears throat> constant evolution of what you're doing and that's linked to the you know talking about entrepreneurship rather than startups yeah because you know when we talk about entrepreneurship it is that 
roller coaster of emotion and it's the highs and lows and it's uncertainty more than anything else isn't it Navi you know if you think of um a, a, you know it's easy to paint this very clear picture but like a corporate job i'm gonna say that and i know matthias who gave us some great feedback who works in the company um would have a different view but if you look at it one way there's a lot of certainty there and if you take the entrepreneurship route there's a lot of uncertainty and so i think like you said if you want to be part of that it's not that that goes away mm -hmm. but i think you learn how to um, not even just cope with it maybe even just embrace it and go okay this isn't you know i can plan it ahead but things might evolve and i'm cool with that um maybe i'm not cool but i'll find it easier as, as time goes on it's like a muscle you can build almost isn't it there is definitely uh i think um shamash i can remember talking to it is about the idea of habituation it's like when you are exposed to it on a regular basis it isn't that you can't deal with oh it isn't that the unpleasant feeling goes away it's just you you've been there and you've done that again and again and so you live with it in a sense um and i think you know talking to the whole corporate thing and this is this is an interesting all right the context I'm coming from is like when you think happy startup school, it kind of might seem like a very small community, a small group of people, but actually it's attracted a much wider, diverse set of contexts, whether you are a leader of a business uh, in a corporate job or starting a business for the first time, or even just considering, not even having started, just even thinking about starting. There are a whole bunch of people there um, and still captured by that same name, still somehow attracted by that name. So the question for us was about actually is the name limiting us mm. in terms of the reach it has. So are there a whole load of other people out there who could probably really benefit from these experiences, these conversations, this community, these events, but just didn't think I'm not a startup. Well, maybe I don't want to be happy. <laughs> but I, I think like Charlotte, hi, hi Charlotte, Charlotte, um, uh, Saul has, has mentioned a point about language and could we use change maker rather than startup. Um, I think the thing we found is, you know, that we talked about this really, it's more about like a values and mindset match rather than, you know, I'm a stage of business. There's like a certain type of person that these events attract. And if you came to altitude, you'd see that kind of person show up. You know, we've even the retreats we've run, we've had actors we've had like social entrepreneurs we've had like people who work for the un um completely different walks of life completely different work lives but they almost bond like that because they've got the same values the same they they they, they um, align with our message so much and also they're just open entrepreneurial people mm -hmm. who might just happen to work in a completely different field but the value they offer everyone else in the group is you know the same if not more than others because of the fact they come from a different walk of life you know and so if we had like 20 startups in the room especially tech startups chances are the impact wouldn't be as great because the inputs aren't as varied and so i think embracing the fact that we are different but we also align on the most important things which is you know the way we view the world and also what it is that we want to create and the positive impact we want to make in different ways um, and that's the thing is like if we could find that sweet spot where Yes, we get startups and entrepreneurs, but we also get people like Charlotte and people who work in organizations who are doing great things in the world. But maybe, you know, is there an opportunity that we're missing out on because these people see startup and we've had Panina and other people, you know, who work with lots of um, more established businesses who just, they actually want to send people our way, but they just feel like there's something that's going to make them feel like, no, it's not for me. It's just yeah. a bunch of millennials in the field. <laughs> hugging. Um, I, I, 
think back to stuff that Alan Witt talks to us about around, and I think we did a podcast around the idea of psychographics. Um, so we could, you know, we could look at who who do we want to work with and, you know, put them in terms of industry and then job title and stuff like that. But ultimately, it's about needs and, and wants yeah. or, and goals, goals. But needs and wants, really. What is it that people need? And I think one of the things that, that ties a lot of people who come to our events and our retreats is, is there's something more. Yeah. And it's not sure exactly what that is, but there's something more. And whether that's a spiritual thing or a, a psychological like happiness thing, whatever it is, but it's not material. It isn't like about building the next business or being a better, I don't know, web designer. Yeah. There's something a bit beyond that. Um, so meaning purpose that all comes into it. Um, I think connection, connection, belonging, you know, um, you know, when I look back, all the people we've met, all of you guys on the call, we didn't know, you know, you all four years ago, five years ago. Um, and now you're all part of our world and that's incredible. That's the biggest sort of endorsement of what we do than, than we could ever get. Um, and so I guess what we're looking at when we look forward is, I think someone even, is it higher described Happy Startup School as a, a friend factory? <laughs> it's a very, if you know higher, it's a very higher thing to say. But he said that after being, he came to the US altitude and the other one in Europe a few years before. Um, but he just said like, you get to a certain point in life and you think you've made all the friends you're ever gonna meet and then you come to you know, a Happy Startup event and hopefully you meet people that you're gonna stay connected with for a long time. And that doesn't happen that often in life these days. And so I think um, what I'm getting to is like, We've even said this. People come for one thing, mm-hmm. and they often leave with something else. Um, and Dan's Dan's on the call. Dan's probably a good example of this. Like a lot of people come to summer camp because they want to learn something, uh, or there's a particular theme or topic that's there. But then they end up coming away with some really profound sort of um, moments that happen, and people they meet that have hopefully led them onto a more fulfilling path. Now, that's not something that's um, necessarily unique because we hear that a lot don't we people say I came for this and I got something different I came for what I wanted and got what I needed which is great um, but maybe if you change the name to something that was more about what they needed they wouldn't come yeah <laughs> so we're the personal growth spiritual transformation school <laughs> <laughs> yeah not, not feeling that one no maybe that could be like a side brand okay <laughs> yeah it's, it's interesting <laughs> Uh, this is this is the struggle there's a risk so there's, it feels like there's a big risk in switching in terms of who do you lose um because they no longer and this is actually rewind it feels like there's people there's you guys here and there's lots of other people who who've been following us for a long time uh, and i've had people say it doesn't matter what you change your name to as long as you still stay you know what i feel it's being said as long as you stay authentic to what the original message was and the original journey is or the journey that you're on then that's all good uh and it's i think the the question and i think charlotte alluded to it here when she was saying um what did she say she was basically um when i recommend happy startup summer camp the happy startup bit does end up being a barrier for people who could benefit mm. so that's a, that's a very visceral yeah challenge there an issue it's even actually nearly painful and so actually there are people out there who could really for those of you who come to camp you know mm. that feeling can you imagine giving that feeling to someone else 
imagine not them not having that feeling like if we can't give that to other people because of the name then that that makes you think well is there something we need to think about here so that's and it's, i don't have this if you, it's classic if you meet someone in the pub you know what do you say that you do and you know if people think you run a startup school or a business school then instantly they switch off if that's not their, their sort of field of reference um but like you said there's so many people we know who are maybe disillusioned at work or who are trying to do good things who would be, benefit from what we do but there's just some resistance because they probably feel like it's not for them or they're going to feel like the odd one out and so how we can encapsulate that like i said shared values outlook um in a name or maybe we can't maybe it's not about that maybe the name's just a um just something we have that doesn't try and say what it you know does on the tin yeah but actually it's the work we do and the the um the content we put out and all that stuff that actually connects with people more so so basically what we do rather than what we say is, is more important and that's an interesting thing about the whole Ron Seal approach in terms of it does what it says on the tin i think at the beginning i thought that was an amazing you know that's always part of our our advantage was that it was very very clear mm -hmm. you come here you want to do startup and then you're curious about the happy stuff and that's what what made it that kick-started the whole yeah. movement um now we've got a brand that's seven years old we've evolved it <clears throat> it feels like and we were talking about this earlier like i i will meet people that i've never met before and i'll say the happy startup school and oh yeah i've been following you for ages i'm like whoa mm -hmm. that that that's both amazingly like uh it's big ego trip but at the same time it's like okay there's already an existing relationship that people have with this name yeah uh, and there's a reason why they have a relationship with it. And actually some people who haven't heard of the name think they have. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they have, maybe they've seen a tweet over the years or whatever, but it feels, it feels familiar. familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, reassuringly familiar. Um, and so that's, on one hand, so that these two camps, you know, leave or remain. Um, one camp go, okay, no, actually, on one side, like, it, feels, it feels like it's, there's something very important that people are connected to there. But then who are we not able mm. to reach because of the name? Yeah. And that I think maybe is the core of the question. Yeah. And this isn't something we've we've worked out or haven't. Um, I think a lot of this comes down to like who's our core audience and then who's going to come out anyway. So who, who are maybe like the outliers of this kinds of people we attract? We've had some great suggestions for names. Was it Happy Hotel California? I think <laughs> was one of them. Someone, uh, Dan called us butterfly farmers. Oh, <laughs> we've been called worse. <laughs> we 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 create we create transformation. Yeah, you would butterfly farms. We create a space uh, for for caterpillars to turn into butterflies. Yeah, and if we go back to, I guess our core purpose when we first started, and we worked with Charlie on this, was really our goal is really to create spaces more than anything. We create those spaces online, offline, um, in fields, on mountains, on beaches, and that's really what floats our boat. Is right, really create those spaces for for those vulnerable conversations and learnings and sharings. And so that can be applicable to anyone who's facing challenges in work and business. Um, so I'm, I'm curious about what Bob was saying here. He says, um, so basically any name will limit you on some level. It's an important question. Expand the context with tremendous intention. Uh, I think it's around reaching, you know, is that a question reaching more people? Is yeah. that a question about the name? Is it because we want to reach more people that that's the reason we want to change the name. I think that's what you're trying to get at there, Bob. Well, even just if you look at the people we already um, work with, um, for example, there's people we coach or people who come to Altitude who um, 
you know, we think of Happy Startup School as the umbrella, almost the umbrella organization. And then we have these sub brands underneath it. So we have Summer Camp, we have Altitude, we have our Purpose and Profit program. Um, but a lot of people we've met who come to Altitude actually don't even know who the Happy Startup School is mm. because we market Altitude as almost a separate event. And so when we talk to them about Happy Startup, they say, oh, okay, Summer Camp, yeah, not really into that sort of stage. And, or they just don't connect with that brand because they feel like they've moved on. They're more at the leadership level. And so even just within our own community, I think there's some tension there mm. because people ha- find it hard to see that kind of whole picture, I guess, yeah. of like how all this fits together and what, you, what the um, connector is between everyone. Well, they, yeah, some people, while they think it's separate, it actually, if they actually experienced it, they would know it's very relevant, very connected. Yeah. And it's that link to a stage in business and feeling like I'm beyond that. Mm rather than actually it's just another space yeah. to connect with people yeah we normally just say well same shit just different, <laughs> different, different, different fields. <laughs> it's like this but bigger or it's like this but smaller so i'm curious about um so emma posted um from a newbie's perspective she joined the online network attracted by the name uh, because of where she was and she was trying to figure out how to start out as an entrepreneur um, getting process support and a sense of community of like-minded people mm. with shared values. And she chose specifically because of the value match that she perceived through the way we communicated on the site uh, and also the happy part of the name. Mm. So that's a really good example of someone who really connected with that that name and what that meant to, to, to Emma. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it's kind of like where we come from, isn't it? People, A lot of people who are further along in their journeys are people who were startups when we first started. And so, you know, it's not like we don't want to support those people or they don't want to be part of the community now, but it also they have different needs. And yeah. so um, it feels like where we might get to is whether it's what, whatever name we have, there's the umbrella name for what we do and we have different um, parts of the journey that people are on. And so we have start, we have grow and we have lead. Mm-hmm. It feels like those are clear paths, parts of the path that people can, connect with because we've all been at the start phase we've all been trying to grow our thing and maybe it's not quite working how we want and to get to where we want to get to and then a lot of business schools or startup incubators will have scale that's the thing you do after you grow Mm. but what we found through um, particular retreats is people get to a point of leading something and they find it um, hard in a different way it's less about trying to make the business work it's more is this still serving me and do I want to be doing this for the next 10 years or so so it's almost like going full circle to I'm a startup again, um, asking myself the same kind of questions I would ask myself at the early stage, but needing more peer-to-peer support rather than just give me the silver, silver bullet. You know, the thing that triggered, in my mind, what you just said is the, that whole spectrum. Are you an artist or an entrepreneur? <clears throat> my feeling is with, well, particularly the way we work, but also with a lot of people I've met through the community, um, we're very much more on the creative side of things. Mm-hmm. It's less about spot a market opportunity and exploit that opportunity and sell stuff. It's, it's very much creating, doing work that, that comes from an intrinsic need rather than just looking outside. Yeah. And so when we talk about, I think the reason why you're talking, when you're saying scale versus lead or lead versus scale, mm-hmm. is the fact that actually, I believe for a creative entrepreneur, the idea of scaling something, which essentially becomes more process driven and more about kind of essentially repeat, rinse and repeat nearly on a bigger scale, mm-hmm. 
is less attractive to someone who's more, I love the work and I enjoy this more on the ground experience. Well, because a lot of the time, and we, we've met people like this and we've even been there ourselves sometimes when you end up not doing the thing you used to love doing and then managing people and then they do the thing that you love doing. So whether it's designing a website or whatever, um, you know, we can easily lose sight of the thing we actually got energy from or gave us what um, we were in flow from. And so, like you said, there's some resistance to that for more creative entrepreneurs, I think, because it's, yeah, it feels big and number driven rather than kind of driven by their own needs. Yeah. Um, one thing I was going to say was Matthew's asked something there, which is interesting about um, um, the start, grow, lead thing is a really useful distinction. Are we getting what we need from the balance we're working with at the moment? Which is a, a crunchy one, as Max would say. What's that mean? Are you getting what you need from the balance? Well, I guess my, my, my take on that is there's people with different needs within the community. And I think this is one of the challenges we face as the community, community has matured is someone at the lead stage will have different needs to someone at the start stage. And we're a very small team trying to serve all of those audiences mm. within the wider community. And so mm. um, I'm guessing, are we getting a balance from that by spreading ourselves across those different audiences? Um, my take on it is it's work in progress. Um, you know, we're having discussions at the moment. Again, part of this reflection is not just the brand name. It's also like where we're going next and where we really focus our efforts. Um, so what we can see more of is, almost the start stage being a bit more, um, I hate to say automated, but in a way that requires less time from us, you know, so there's more courses and there's much more structure around it. And the grow and lead stage is where we can add value, not just us, other mentors and, and teachers and facilitators, but in the community, mm. we can give people more high touch support. Cause I think that's where um, I get a lot of energy from is working with people in small groups, one-to-one -one at events, um, more so than just sitting and recording videos for a mm. course, which is, you know, can be fun, but can be very time consuming too. So I don't know if that answers your question, Matt. Yeah, I think the way I heard that question now, I think after what you said is this, um, we were talking about this earlier this morning about where we feel like we're making an impact. And anytime, oh, actually, anytime, definitely coming back from summer camp, there's a real strong sense and feeling that actually we've done some really something special has happened. And there's a feeling that impact has been made and, and there's, there's something there. Um, on a similar level, the retreats altitude where we have this very one-to-one -one experience with people. Um, on the flip side though, I have, you know, I see messages and I get feedback from people who've done the, even this, the canvas course, as well as the purpose and profit program who have just totally flipped their way of looking at things because of that. And it's just something that they've done. So it's, when I think about the, uh, the balance of, you know, those are different stages of business growth and how that feeds us, the way I look at, listen to those, where do I want to sit? Who do I want to work with? Where do I want to feel like I'm making impact? If I was being selfish and greedy, I want to make impact across all of them. But if I was thinking about where do I, most energy from i think i get my mo most of my energy when i'm in that emergent space and i think dan alluded to it before in terms of like we we hold space and wait for stuff to emerge from that mm. and i think we do that because we enjoy it i think for some people it's very very difficult because it's very very challenging to to, to not know what's going to happen next and what people are going to say 
but at the same time i think for me personally it's, it's the most rewarding work because you're there in a sense just being there for someone while that sounds simple it's knackering and challenging but i think it's also ultimately very rewarding that gives me energy um so if, if it you know i i would love to see that's why why summer camp is so so beautiful and so amazing it's like you are surrounded by these people and you are in this emergent space and one of the things I remember, I think two years ago, Kai saying is like, what I want to have is summer camp all year round. How can mm. I have that, capture that summer camp feeling all year round? And I think that's kind of where we want to try and get to is like, how do we preserve that sense of connection, sense of possibility, sense of growth? And is that online? Is that not online? I don't know. But it mm. feels like that's where the online community was trying to get to. And essentially the online community was born from summer camp. Yeah. It didn't come before summer camp. As were the retreats, you yeah. know, all of this has stemmed from summer camp as the, I guess, the manifestation of our vision come to life over three or four days. Um, and then, like you said, trying to almost bottle that up and um, help people tap into it day to day. And I think the thing, one of the things I've learned from doing these events over the years is um, like the more you are part of them, the more those habits that you play out in the, these events or the, the the feelings that come out of it become more of your day to day. So the two become less and less, um, well, there's less sort of distance between them. And I think that's one thing we've found from people who've done those a lot is yeah, you kind of almost slip back into daily life much more easily than someone has come for the first time. Cause often there can be huge um, shifts that need to happen for someone to get to where they want to be like the best version of themselves or the life or career or business they want to create and where they're at now. And so, um, I guess what I'm getting at is like the more we can kind of, bring that to people year round, whether that's, you know, there's a um, happy start meetup that happens in your local town and you meet other people, like-minded people who will help, you know, to have that same spirit year round, or there's um, the online community, whatever it might be. There's it's ways. also the happy startup commune that we're gonna- Oh, create. the commune, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, does it, Dan just saying he, yeah, he gets FOMO because he doesn't live in Brighton. Yeah, we'll just start a little, village everyone yeah. just needs to move to brighton i keep saying it i don't know why you guys are resisting um but but no seriously i think that's that's the thing is like these things are accessible to anyone and so for us it's trying to bottle it up in a way that gets gets it out to, to as many people as possible so it's not just a three four day experience that happens um i'm conscious of time we're up to uh almost 50 minutes in <laughs> so it might be good to bring in some more questions or you yeah. get some people on the call so yeah, if you do have any very specific questions, please post them in the Q&A. So what we have here from Or Nick, if anyone would like to join the call, put your hands up. Yeah, put your hand up if you'd like to come and prod us a bit um, live. Um, so it's interesting here, Nick, the distinction he's getting um, from us is there's one, helping people to build businesses, and two, helping people to become their next level selves. And that means on the one side, this includes tools, techniques, methods, and courses. Uh, and on the other side, it's one-to-one and many-to-many human connection and discussions. So mm. one, the one side, the kind of the, the business building strategic side is very much yeah. learning skills. Yeah. And then on the actual kind of clarity leveling up side, it's, it's conversations and connection and an evolving journey. And we, what I was about to say, that's kind of how we see it is like at the early stage, people are... Yeah. I guess it's all about, at the early stage, it's all about the idea and the business, isn't it? Charlotte wants to talk. Charlotte. Let's go. Let's do this. Are you going to say something, Charlotte? Hey, can you hear me? Yay. I can hear you. 
<laughs> awesome. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, <laughs> sorry to jump in. Um, I haven't got a fully formed thought, but I was hoping if I spoke it out, it might come to me. Um, and it's, I mean, I really love listening into this conversation, seeing everybody's thoughts. Um, I guess the thing that's coming to my mind is a lot of the stuff that you share would also be amazing for loads of people working in the space of learning and development, coaching, yeah. this transformation. I like how Dan separated it into those two halves, that kind of next level self thing. And for me, the startup school branding does get in the way. And I wonder if the happy start a block within that bigger umbrella so keep the happy startup school alive because it's one of your um, arenas of work but think of it as a subset space yeah. just like you think of deep retreat as a subset space or whatever that is but i i actually think i would love a new umbrella name so mm. that i was saying oh yeah summer camp from the guys who do x yeah. rather than it's part of happy startup school blah blah Blah, blah, uh, uh, and then face loads of ways of trying to explain what that means. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think this whole idea of trying to search for a new umbrella name could be super cool because then you keep your happy startup gang going mm. and that you don't have to lose that branding. And I guess the only other thought I had was um, it's really hard because loads of the language that describes what you do powerfully is quite put off language like liminal or transformational growth sometimes the people like you're saying who need it the most would feel held back by that so how do you choose language that feels practical and safe and friendly and approachable and normal and yeah. i think school does that so well mm. and so it's something that has structure i think would be nice so i can do the mood board of the words i just don't know what any of the words are um, <laughs> give us answers just tell us what to do <laughs> anyway that's my small my small input that's lovely. Love it. Um, Thank you very much. That's uh, awesome. And yeah, I think someone else suggested, someone else got in touch by email saying the happy business school and then you have happy startup school and happy lead school or happy company school, whatever. But yeah, I, I totally get that. Mm. And yeah. That. And business, I actually think is too restrictive personally. Like I reckon people who work in public policy and government, all sorts mm. of sectors would really benefit from this stuff. Change makers maybe is it's too hippie for some people but that's why i love that language and i was much more able to share altitude with others mm. because of the framing of that so yeah i, I want you to think bigger because this stuff is and, and i'd love to know this is change maker a term that connects with those people because i'm also wary of that being something that it just doesn't make sense or they don't even know what that means you know in, in companies yeah, I have to say it, it make it usually makes sense in like the second in the subset, like in the second sentence. Yeah. yeah. Um I I was playing around and I said doers, that doesn't really help because everyone's a doer of some sort. But at least change maker, you can kind of understand it if you if yeah. you had a little bit of a description afterwards that just said, you know, we work with all these types of people. Mm. Um because basically that's what it is, isn't it? It's anyone who's trying to get shit done. Yeah. And get decent shit done. Yeah, there you go. That's a strap line right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not a creative. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's amazing, Charlotte. Thank you so yes. much. Brilliant. No, no, not done. Charles. All right, any other takers? Uh, so what I got from that, and I think also Nick talked about this, I think maybe Matt as well, about um, having a... What is... Uh, sorry. Disabled talking. Oh, no. Sorry, cancel that. I'm oh, disabled talking. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked about this. Is like there's um, this whole idea of an umbrella brand. Yeah. 
um, which is seems like a kind of a safe way of doing that because you don't necessarily drop a brand straight away. You then it's just a case of re-educating people of the, the higher brand. Well, it feels like maybe something that's missing is not just the name, but the story that ties everything together mm -hmm. more. And we've been trying to use Happy Startup School as the main brand that everything else sits underneath. But that doesn't make sense if that is maybe part of the journey, is part of the uh, kind of path that you go on. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, maybe we need a name like Diageo, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is a kind of doesn't say much, but <laughs> kind of points to other things. So yeah. maybe we should have like some Guinness. kind of, <laughs> we'll have a few drinks, get the, get everyone from the community around and we'll just pick some letters out of the hat and then just come up with a name that no one's oh. made, made up yet. Romany wants to say something. Yeah, can, can we say, we will save the chat, won't we? Yeah, we'll save the chat and share it. Hello. 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 Um, I was just following off from what Charlotte was saying, and I've mentioned it a couple of times, but you've been ignoring me. <laughs> Is You've talked about it before, but with the whole startup growth and lead positioning, um, yeah. I think what you certainly helped me with was the whole kind of getting my head into where I was going with the purpose and profit program and the growth, uh, to getting me to the point where I feel like I'm in growth, which is really valuable. And I think it almost felt like at one point, I felt like maybe I sort of got to the point that actually, is it just for startup? And actually it's trying to get that message across that you are, you do have these three different facets of mm. um, the, the community, the, the, the school. And so it's kind of trying to, I think, get out there something that encompasses all three um, areas so that you can kind of go from one to the other to the other. Um, and, and is that for you a sense of like progress, knowing that you're, there's always somewhere to get to rather than like, I'm done now, I'm done with you guys? Well, I'd like, I mean, yes. I mean, I feel like I am, I have progressed as a result of you guys. <laughs> but I think it's a matter of, knowing that there's more there that mm. goes beyond the startup phase yeah. and i think you are doing that but i think your messaging needs to be clearer and if you're you know keeping the school idea of knowing that there's always things to learn from you and the different areas of the community and learning from the other members is really valuable so for me it's getting an idea of the what your members want and yeah. what they you know what stages they're at I mean as obviously I've been doing some feedback for you and there's been a lot you know there's it's a good mixture of people who are at the growth and startup phase but mm. I think you know the name is limiting for me yeah. and I think probably for other people especially if you're trying to recruit other people to get in there and it's it's being able to say you know you know like, like me you know I've met, I've gone from one from startup to grow and I think you know it, it's certainly been helped with you guys in the community mm. and so somehow getting that in there i mean i think you know sort of you definitely don't lose the happy side of it but um and i think having the, the idea of having a brand over overarching is is a good one um but right. i don't know if that helps. And, and i'm guessing when i think about different stages having like people to talk to or look up to or you know to learn from you know role models call them what you will but maybe being clear about those would that help too in terms of if there was someone at the growth stage who was ahead of you 
yeah to, to know definitely. that that's what you're aspiring for rather than just yeah definitely because i mean you know i'm already i've got my eye on the lead side already and i, I you know I, I know what my message is i know what i want to be doing but i'm not i'm not quite there yet but mm. it's you know it's getting to the point that i want to be growing and um and i think yeah it's it's understanding what your message is so that yeah. when you're getting that out there to your existing members who might be thinking that they're they're ready to move on because they're no longer startups but making sure that the different things you're offering is very clear that you can get people from startup to grow to to leave but that's as part of the school yeah and obviously you know the summer camp and things but you know it's it's it is it's about being happy but it's also about your business without being too corporatey yeah that's great man thank you um it's interesting some people seem to think of us less of a school and more of a community now, um, which is one of the questions, I think Toby put it in the Facebook group, that are you a school anymore? (laughs) Um, I think the interesting thing from my point of view is, would the community have happened if people didn't come to learn something? Mm. And that, you know, if you took that away, we're just a bunch of people in a field. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Sitting in hot tubs? I mean, it sounds pretty good, but... Yeah, there's there's so many ways you can approach the idea of, um community meeting people where they're at i think what you ramani and also matt is a uh, talk, talking about is the pathways mm-hmm. are the pathways people are on and, and the journey and and having clarity along where which where are they on that journey and when does it end um and it's interesting i think my my gut feeling around that is that at the beginning there is a very specific journey and there's an end to the start phase but once you're out of it, and this is where we're at, there's no end. <laughs> it's like it is a kind of a, I keep using the word pathless path. Um, it's not, you know, there, there's all sorts of ways that it can go and you don't stop. Thanks, V. So, um, I, uh, yeah, I, I think it feels like where we're getting to, or the, what the feedback is, is around how do we capture A, those three stages. It isn't just about startup, but it's also about the growth and the leadership. Mm in a name um, and what I just heard here is then what does that mean for someone for each people who come at those different come into the, this journey at different stages yeah I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with saying okay you graduate at the you know startup phase yeah. brilliant you know hurrah keep in touch but yeah. I think if you do want to move it on it needs to be very clear and I think your name definitely limits that because I think it does it mm. isn't clear at the moment if I'm being blunt Um, and I think it needs to be more focused and to make you, you know, take advantage of the opportunities there are there. And I think there's, there's appetite for it because you are helping people move forward. Yeah. I think that's like you said, understanding that there are opportunities that aren't coming away because, or people that are missing out on this work because of maybe, uh, uh, not, not connection to the name. Mm. Um, yeah. It's interesting, a lot of people who don't seem to mind us changing name are people who tend to have uh, followed us more recently, it seems, would you say? Some people have a real reaction to us changing the name. We've followed us for quite a long time. I, my, my take on that is that most of them, those kind of people are usually experienced summer camp recently. And summer camp, I think at the beginning of this call, I was saying is less and less about startup mm. and more and more about connection, uh, in a sense, personal growth, but clarity and just being i think mm. one of the conversations we had today is it's about being in a place where you can just be you're not a role you're not a 
um, husband, wife, father, entrepreneur, whatever. You're just a person being in a, you know, with other people. Mm. And, and, and Dan was saying, well, first off, very profoundly, you don't need to be a school to teach people. <laughs> Deep. Um, but also that we ourselves aren't necessarily, you know, we're not teaching people ourselves a lot of times peer to peer, particularly in the, yeah. the events that, you know, the real value, I think, in what we do is, you know, creating those spaces, designing experiences, call it what you will, where people show up and then therefore um, we've brought in other teachers or actually it's just been a, like Ideas Cafe or some of the workshops we've done, which is much more peer-to-peer, -peer, mm. where you learn from stories and experiences rather than someone telling you what to do, essentially. Yeah. And this is where we can we can potentially go around in circles because it depend the way the conversation has gone so far is depending on what stage you're at. I think even Emma alluded to is like, you know, sometimes you just want to know what the next step is and you want to know the answers. And then are people at the stage where actually what I need now is just a sounding board. Yeah. I just need an advisory board around me to, so I can just talk mm. and I'll find out what I need to do. And Was so, it um, Isabel? Oh yeah. Your, your personal boardroom. Personal boardroom. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting there around, um, depending on the stage you're at, you will need something different. How do you capture that mm -hmm. within a name? I think we have the Altitude brand that captures the leaders, the Happy Startup brand that captures the people just starting. Summer Camp seems to be just capture lots of people, uh, I think more from the experiential point of view. But what is the name above that? It sounds mm -hmm. like the question then. Is there, is there, is it possible to create a name above that? Um, Dan said something lovely. Your events mean more to me than Christmas. Oh, Dan. <laughs> Isn't that We nice? are the alternative Christmas school. Okay. Uh, I realized Remedy's having to hog, uh, not hog, but like, you know, kind of hold space. Hold space. Um, thank you very thank much, Rem. Thank you very Rem. much, Rem. <laughs> Unless you had something else you wanted to say. No. <laughs> right. Um, I think, yeah, conscious of time. So maybe we want to get in one or two questions before we, before oh, we finish up. Oh, okay. We have questions. We have questions. Uh, all right. <laughs> who was it? Someone put their hand up. Who was that? Oh, Someone was else put their hand up. I think Dan did. Oh, who we got? Oh, Dan. Yes. Okay, cool. Dan, you're on. Live and direct. Hello. Dude. Hi, how you doing? Very good, um, thank you. Sorry, I, I've been typing profusely and I just wanted to kind of just say something because I, you know, you know how much all of this means to me. And, you know, if you talk about someone who arrived at summer camp with a very kind of like, I'm going, I'm going to have an idea. If I don't have an idea, I'm going to find an idea at this place. It's going to be amazing. Startup, startup, startup. That's, that's the way it goes. And then I realized, holy forking shirt balls, that's not what it's about at all. Uh, over the past, you know, four summer camps and events in between that, you know, my growth has been amazing. I'm, I'm not in a vastly different place business-wise, but I'm in a vastly different place kind of personally. And I think the, the spaces that you guys create, and if you look at actually, I think you need to look at what you do and your actions. And what you do is create spaces you create events you know, as, as i said in the chat i think you're an events company i think you do that amazingly well and it doesn't have to be the normal kind of events company and the great thing about an events company is you can have that portfolio of events that you do and there's nothing wrong with identifying with that 
And I think the more that you can encourage, make those spaces and lead by doing those spaces, I think actually, you, you know, the one thing I said is like, I think you should be teaching other people how maybe to create some of that magic themselves. Mm. You know, scaling doesn't mean you doing it all. I mean, your vision can syndicate without having you do all the heavy lifting. Cool. So, I like that, Dan. So basically, yeah, almost teaching other people how to do well, all the things that we've learned along the way. Exactly. And, and that way, that can be big growth in its own right and and likewise allows people to connect with that feeling um without having to wait 363 days mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah event a month summer camp once a month yeah yeah i uh, you know i i i want you know i had that moment at the open space this year where I decided what I want to do was hold space by the river and sketch. Cause that was kind of, that's the, what I needed, but I had a sense that maybe other people needed that too. And I was surprised when other people turned up mm. and then I kind of thought, well, maybe I could hold more of those spaces, awesome. you know, but how do I do that? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe cool. you could teach people like me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So look out for our event builder course which will launch <laughs> Q- Q1 2020. Get uh, your early birds in now. Space holding sessions. Cool. But no, we, we thought about that in terms of, you know, one way we can scale is to, you know, allow other people to start up chapters and to teach them how to do retreats or, you know, like you said, workshops or events. Um, and something else we can throw into the mix is yeah. broadening that out to a wider audience of people who want to run these gatherings and what we've learned along the way nice thank you dan <laughs> happy space creators course <laughs> <laughs> you now maybe think we need to do a christmas event oh i think we should just call the happy space <laughs> <laughs> nice one Dan. was there anything else you wanted to, to share dan no thank you very much no that's Cheers, really appreciated dan. thank you very much that's awesome um yeah no it, well it's it's holding space creating community um, there's so much stuff we've learned along the way mm. and uh, but I think from the purpose of, of actually empowering people in our community to share this 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 journey and also share this uh, feeling mm. of summer camp or the, the, the events that we create without us having to be there all the time and yeah that's that's I, I, I'm energized by that idea uh, there's an interesting um, question on the Facebook chat actually from Ebony yeah and she says she's not clear on what we want right another crunchy question mm. uh, so with the coaches who come up with a good question <laughs> exactly so yeah and I, I like that question because i think this is part of the we can talk till the cows come home about naming strategies and tactics and structures of the mm-hmm. community but you know it is ultimately this will only happen and the only continue if we want it to continue yeah um, so I'm guessing what she means, what, what do we want in terms of what we're creating versus what do we want as a name change, which is more tactics. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, the way I, well, the way I know Emily is that it's probably about what do we want? Yeah. Full stop. Forget the name. What is it we're trying to create here? What is it we, what is it we're going to get from this thing that's grown and, and is taking life? I think Alan's jumping in. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, we, we were talking about this beforehand, really. There was, 
really, what do we have energy for? That's what the easiest way I have to answer that mm -hmm. question in terms of what do we want is what do we have energy to create? What excites us? And, you know, despite spending a lot of time together, we are individuals. <laughs> we have different ideas and um, needs in terms of what we get flow from. And I particularly like the events. I like bringing people together in person. Carlos does too, but you enjoy. Um, I hate organizing like, events, let's yeah. put it that way. Um, but I def um, the thing I get energy from is the holding the space, uh, the seeing, asking the interesting questions purely because mm -hmm. out of curiosity I, I i learn as much talking to people as i seem to help them and i feel that's um and i feel that's more foundationally impactful than telling them how to build a best landing page or what's the best revenue model or the business model there's people far more qualified than us to do that um, the passion i have even if i'm not qualified to do that is to just have those conversations about what really matters and what's really important and through the lens of all the the different ways of looking at the world that we've had uh, fortune to have been taught and whether it's people at summer camp or people at altitude have taught us to look at the way of the world in different ways yeah and that's for me the most meaningful thing is like what is this all about because uh, again going back to what i said before is like i i cannot I don't know how I could survive just purely being in a job that made a certain amount of money and that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, as, as easy as that would be for me, I don't know how long I would sustain that. And for me, it's all about what, me, what meaningful work can I do? And the meaningful work is shown by the stuff that we see at summer camp and the conversations we have at Altitude and the impact that we see on, on for people taking as simple a course as the Happy Start Canvas course. Yeah. Those light bulb moments. I live for the light bulb moments. I think probably the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. Whatever they may be, whether it's learning a tactic or learning a, a new direction for them for some for oneself. Aha. Aha. Aha moments. Alan Partridge moments. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, so yes, Emily, that's what I want. I want to just keep on living for the light bulb moments. And that's another t-shirt. That's another t-shirt. <laughs> um, Hashtag me too. <laughs> I also live for the light bulb moments. Um, yeah, I, I think we both, we align on loads of things. I think it's, um, our, our challenge is always like, where do we focus our efforts day to day? And so, you know, we want to support people at all those stages. We want to have, take people on a journey. We want to let people have badges and graduate. Um, the challenge is how do we do that with a really small team? And, and how do we grow our impact and, and support people? I think we've always been, um, against getting people to an event or getting people through a course and kind of say, see you later, you're off, you're done mm -hmm. now, go back to your normal life. It's really supporting people on this lifelong journey, you know, right. lifelong journey of learning and connection. So um, it's been a slow process to, get, uh, process to get to this point and it'll probably be a slow process to get to the next point. But I think all we can focus on is what we get energy from sort of day to day and, and what we want to be doing. And that's kind of served us well so far. Mm -hmm. And we'll see if it serves us well for the next phase. Yeah, so there's a, maybe bringing this slowly to mm. a close, given the time, um, there's a lot to unpack, I think, in all of these various conversations. You're going to have to read through all of these amazing comments. I, I think that's the other thing, it's just totally brimming with a sense of gratitude, uh, a mm. really strong feeling of gratitude for not only for people who've turned up for this call, people who've sent us comments, people who've sent us emails. It's It's... Uh, just humbling mm. to to have that 
input and also that uh, that contribution from everyone and, and that is is so well, gives us energy as well to, to think more about this oh, and, we could have put this question out there and no one responded <laughs> The answer would be no one cares if we change our name. Exactly. So thank you for at least So that shows people really do care about this. Um, and we want it to be, whilst ultimately it comes down to like what we have energy to create, I think without the kind of show of support and love from the community, then we wouldn't have got this far. We wouldn't have made the leap to shut down our agency and focus on this as our main livelihood uh, calling. And yeah, we wouldn't get excited about what we could create together going forward because that's really what drives us every day. And you know, when we see the potential of this, it's kind of frightening in a good way. And so that's partly where this whole name thing came about is like, there's a, there's a desire, but there's also a bit of responsibility around like, how can we craft something that will really help the next generation and our kids generation mm. to, to kind of find um, whatever the meaningful path is for them. I think what springs to mind when you're just talking about the sense of responsibility is Max's talk at summer camp. Mm. Um, and sometimes when we have this big thing that we're going to change or think we need to change, it can be overwhelming. And I, I in a sense, I, I want to kind of re reflect on more like how, how can we just change our world and the world around us and be clear about that and the people near us mm. with, you know, yes, there's this bigger impact we can create in the world. But actually there's a, there's a beautiful group of people around us and they're, they're friends and they're friends, friends that we can, over time effect so rather than jumping on all right what's the big name maybe just being a bit i think what i'm trying to get is we can still be playful with this without yeah. getting too serious about the tactics and the strategies and the marketing and stuff like that it's like um what's come out is like is there a word is there a name is there a way of capturing all three things that we're doing at the moment that um, will serve us better than calling this the happy startup school yeah and that's the thing to play with it feels yeah but thank you everyone for your inputs. Um, we hope that we will see some, many, if not all of you soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, please um, well, say say hello on the Summer Camp Facebook group and post any comments or if you have any more questions having watched this and you have any feedback, please send that through. Um, what else is going on? I think if you're in London on the 8th of November. Oh, even before that, 26th of oh, 26th October. Of October um, um, we're hosting a free workshop at General Assembly. Well, yes. Nick, Nick Himovitz is. We're, we're part of his his um, vision for this. So if you're interested in that, um, the link is on the email oh, we sent gosh. out today. Yeah, we'll send it out on We sent an email out today we'll about post it on the summer Facebook camp as well. or the other weekend about summer camp early birds. I actually yeah. saw that. Again, um, if you want to come to summer camp next year and you haven't already booked your ticket, tonight is the last um, night before we switch off the, the doors until the new year for sales. So you'll save a lot of money if you book on today. Um, but also at the foot of that email is links to all the upcoming events online and offline. Um, so there'll be a London meetup group going and um, meet, meetup happening yeah. as well as this workshop happening on the 26th of October. Yes. Um, so just search general assembly and happy startup. If you haven't got the email and you'll yeah. find it, I'm sure. Cool. Um, but thanks again for your input. We're going to try and save the notes because there's some great comments here. That yes. We'll, um, share. And if you didn't catch the whole webinar, we'll share the recording on the uh, Facebook group soon. Oh, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be on the Facebook group automatically. Oh, is that how it works? That's amazing. That's mm. what Facebook does. Tracks every Tracks single thing you say. Oh, that's kind of spooky. <laughs> and everything you type. And it's there for the rest of your life. Okay. Uh, thanks, everyone. Really appreciate it. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to this Happy Startup School podcast. We're on a mission to help purpose-driven entrepreneurs and individuals find more alignment between what they believe and the work they do. Because for us, happiness is when what you think, say and do are all aligned. Happiness isn't just a passive feeling, but an active way of living, which isn't always easy, but when it's done right, can be effortless. We're on a mission to help you find happiness by providing tools, courses and community that inspires you to follow the journey of building a happy startup. This will require finding out more about yourself, as well as learning how to build a purposeful business. If you're excited by this, then please rate and subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform and then go to our website, thehappystartupschool.com. You can also read our blog at ahappy.link forward slash read.